0: Hi, this is Angela Lotto. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. This is episode 46, Identity Group Think. I think it's useful uh, for people to have labels that they add to their identity and personal narrative. Um, someone can identify as black or Hispanic or gay, et cetera, and that provides information about how the individual sees themselves. I understand. I self-identify as asshole. But it becomes dangerous when we group all the individuals who define themselves with those labels and then try to create an overall description of that group based on labels. This used to be called being prejudiced or holding a stereotype and used to be considered bad. Define somebody by their label and that tells you a bunch about the person. That was considered prejudice. Now it's done all the time in the name of social justice or being sympathetic to a group. But even with these good intentions, it can have some outlandish results. All right. Uh, Everything I said is pretty arbitrary and as such meaningless. So let me give you some concrete examples. And let me start with the example that led to this rant. This week, the National Football League, the NFL, came out with a new rule that said, if a team has a COVID outbreak that results because of unvaccinated players, then you forfeit your game and both teams who are supposed to play play will lose money. Talk about peer pressure. Now, this is clearly an attempt to coerce players to get vaccinated uh, because it's unlikely that the NFL can actually tell if there's an outbreak that was caused by unvaccinated players, but they want to put the fear of God in them. But whatever. I don't actually expect this to be the policy once the season starts. Why? Because it's racist. What? How is that racist, you say? Well, because, despite what CNN and NPR want you to believe about moronic Republicans, the lowest levels of vaccination are among the identity group defined as black. The latest CDC numbers show that 65% of Asian Americans are fully vaccinated, 48% of whites, 41% of Hispanics, and only 36% of blacks. So, if you provide punishments on the basis of vaccination status, that will have a disproportionately negative effect for people defined with the label black, and therefore, regardless of your intent, it's racist. Or so goes the current logic. And this is a big deal for the NFL, where 70% of players identify themselves as black. Now, you may say, Andrew, if you look at the ethnic breakdown of vaccination, it looks like it tracks pretty well with median income. Asian-Americans having the highest median income Down. Could this be an income level effect and not racial? In which case, NFL players wouldn't have a gripe because the median income of the NFL is $860,000. They are not in the poor group. Sure, income levels could be an explanation, But we don't tend to use poor and rich as labels uh, for identity. And we prefer our racial explanations. So this morning, I'm seeing how this is going to play out. So I'm watching a sports show. It's called First Things First, but who cares what the name is. And there are two very different reactions on the set to the NFL's rule. The white non-player journalist says, this is a great idea. It forces people to get this vaccination and therefore we'll have a full season and I get to watch a bunch of games. The black former player then says, "Uh, we need to be careful here. This could look like discrimination. The white guy was flabbergasted. I mean, I think he was. I don't know if you can (laughs) diagnose flabbergastation over the TV, but he seemed flabbergasted. He says, hey, isn't it better to force these players, or at least strongly incentivize them to get something that's good for their health, like a vaccine? I mean, they're forced to get their mumps, meeble, measles, rubella shot, MMR, to get in college, after all. <laughs> He's so naive. Listen, man, black people as a group have a lower vaccination rate. Therefore, penalizing vaccinations, even if it may increase those rates, amongst that population, is racist. Now, this same logic has played out several times in hilarious fashion in my current hometown of Gainesville. Example number one. Gainesville, uh, years ago, passed a rule to incentivize people to recycle. There was a flat fee for recycling garbage pickup, regardless of how much recycling waste you had, one flat fee. On the other hand, there's a graded fee for regular garbage pickup. The more garbage you had, the more you paid. So obviously, you'd be better off if something's recyclable to throw it into the recycling because you wouldn't have to pay more for it. Now, I think recycling is a hilarious scam that makes a little economic sense, but that's for another podcast. I did think that this was a clever little incentive plan passed by the quite liberal City Council of Gainesville. Good job. Well. They just got rid of it. (laughs) It's now a flat fee and all garbage. Why? (laughs) Because the incentive plan for recycling was deemed racist. What, you say? How is that? Well, because it turned out that people who identified as black and brown were less likely to recycle than were the white people. So the extra garbage fees were unduly placed upon people who carry those labels. Fuck the environment. We don't want to be racist. Now, might you want to work harder to incentivize people more to recycle if you're into that environmental cult? Nah. Fuck Greta Thunberg and her white-ass ideals. Black people don't want to recycle. Now, of course, (laughs) defining yourself as black doesn't obviously lead you to dismiss recycling out of principle. It wasn't, it's not like slavery, so no recycling. But if you create a group called black people and look at their average behavior, it appears they're less likely to recycle. So based on that, let's toss the recycling principles into the regular garbage. Second example, this week, the city is voting to make it legal to drink alcohol on any city property. Sidewalks, parks, parking lots, etc, and I 'm all for it, but I wondered, our city council seems to be sort of a nanny that likes to make a lot of regulations. Why would they get rid of this one? You got it because the open container bans were racist. Why? Because more black and brown people were getting citations for drinking alcohol, especially among the homeless community downtown. ha <laughs> now. I'm not a fan of forced vaccinations, recycling, or banning alcohol in city property. And so all of these seem like good things. Even though the motivations are questionable, the results are kind of libertarian. However, there have been cases where this kind of rulemaking based on identity groups has been damaging. For example, back in the early 2000s, there was a push to make it easier for minorities and poor people to get by houses because as a percentage of people who owned houses, they were lower on the list, which seemed racist. So there were regulations to incentivize mortgage lenders to give them to uh, minorities. Well, of course, that led to an increase in predatory loans to minorities in the financial crisis that was in the 2007. It had a huge impact on minority communities exactly because the regulations had been lifted. One also may remember that during the last presidential debate, there were attacks on Joe Biden for the racist crime bill of 1986. And one of the main claims of why it was racist is because the federal penalty for crack cocaine, the penalty, the jail penalty for crack cocaine, a drug used more by black people, was greater than the penalty for powder cocaine, which is more likely used by white people. Therefore, you end up with a punishment that's greater for black people. That's racist, right? Right except the motivation for that being included in the bill is the same motivation as the examples above. Crack was considered a scourge in the black community, especially in Washington, D.C. at the time. Black clergy were calling out for help because of its effect in the black community. Charlie Rangel, who was the black representative from New York, was calling out against the government for letting black men die from the evils of this drug. The idea was, you don't even care. You want everybody to die from crack because they're black. So, it was levied with a higher penalty in the crime bill to discourage its sale and use exactly because it was more of a problem in the black community. Of course, the result would be longer sentences for black crack cocaine users over white powder cocaine users, and Biden gets called a racist. Anyway, I think people should be allowed to identify themselves with labels, But our current obsession with those labels as a meaningful way to make policy and rules has to be questioned. That being said, I really don't have any right to talk because I'm a heterosexual white male asshole. Pass the tequila. Out!